We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. Um, I'm not even exactly sure how to pronounce this company's name. I think it's Ray Ree or I don't know if it's just R-E-I. Um, but it's a sporting goods company or outdoors company. Um, they ran this campaign back in 2018. It was their spring campaign, and it was titled, What's, What's Your Butt? Um, the idea behind the campaign was to give the validity to the very real butts that keep people inside and keep them from going outdoors. Um, and they wanted to try and give them an answer for all of the butts that they had that kept them from experiencing the outdoors. Um, I thought these videos fit real well with what we started talking about last week because as you can see in the video, um, butts will rob you of your moments. Not only will they rob you of your moments, they will have you out here looking crazy. Um, the one gentleman had the right bike, he had the right outfit, he was on the right trail, um, and he should have had a thrill. It should have been an experience for him. Uh, but because of the butt of I don't know how, he struggled through something that should have been a ton of fun. Um, the one lady sitting on the back of her truck was grilling her boots. Uh, Got her out here looking crazy because she struggles with the butt of cold feet. Uh, the couple was sitting there watching TV, and, you know, they stayed inside because they struggled with the butt of bears. And, and, and the whole idea behind the campaign was to let them know that this, this store, this, this, this uh, retail store that sells outing gear, we have an answer for all of your butts. So if you struggle with the butt of not knowing how, we've got a biking class for that. If you struggle with the butt of having cold feet, we've got feet warmers for that. If you struggle with the butt of bears, they have bear spray for that. I never heard of that, but they have bear spray for that. And I thought it fit so well is because, because butts will cheat us and, 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 and betray us in the moments where we're supposed to be expanding in or stepping into our greatness. And oftentimes we just kind of lose the moment because of the butt. But what I wanted to tell you this morning is that God has an answer for your butts. I have an answer for that. I can fix that. But you have to bring me your butt. And to be quite honest with you, they made this, this, these, these uh, short videos because people didn't want to be honest about their butts. So they polled people to figure out what their butts were. What kept you inside? What stopped you from enjoying the moment? And I don't know about you, but I'm sick of my moments being stolen from me. I'm sick of not enjoying my marriage. I'm sick of not enjoying my kids. I'm sick of not enjoying my job. And I'm tired of this thing that can, continues to rob me of the moments that God has placed me in, specifically in the moments where I'm supposed to be great. Where I'm supposed to be able to stand in the greatness that he's already, already blessed me with, and in the moment, I just lose it. I choke. I forget. And it's not because I don't want to. It's because of my butt. 
and, 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 and I love the campaign because the company wanted you to know there's an answer for your butt. And this thing that continues to dominate you, that, that, that makes you feel like you can't get away from it, this feeling that you always have that continues to rob you out of being able to step into relationships, this thing that continues to rob you out of the, out of the confidence you need to have to go ask for that job, the, the, the thing that continues to rob you out of being expressive in your relationships, I'm saying to you that God says there's an answer for that butt. There's an answer for that, but I says, I got an answer for that. We dealt with a very specific definition. I want to make sure I throw it back up there so we can fix our minds around that. And our, our but that we're dealing with up there. Um, anything in me that is contrary or conflicts with the greatness that God has ordained for my life. Anything in me that is contrary or conflicts with the greatness that God has for my life. Now, prayerfully, last week you walked away from here asking yourself, what is the thing that continually robs me of being great? That, that, was the, that was the only purpose, and to be quite honest with you, that's the only, that's the only position that I have on this, this entire series. I want you to walk away and start pressing yourself and ask, you, ask yourself, what is that thing or things that continues to rob me of the greatness that I know that God has bestowed upon me? What, what continues to rob me? of my happiness? What co continues to rob me of my peace? What continues to rob me of the ability to be a good friend? What continues to, to, to rob me from the ability? And I know that it's there because I can feel myself almost getting there, but. Oh, I would be a great student, but. I, 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 would, I could be a great husband, but. Oh, I love God. I know that I could do my boss's job, but I know you talked to me about this before and I've tried, but it's my stubbornness. I know that I said I was going to fix it last time, but my pride. What is your butt? What is your butt? We don't have to listen to me. Sometimes you don't have to get deep and go into the Hebrew. I say that because we're going to do a little bit today. But you don't have to get deep and go into the Hebrew. I'm asking you a very simple question. What is your butt? What is that thing that robs you of the greatness that God has bestowed upon you? What is that thing that doesn't allow you to function in that capacity? What is the thing that continues to get between you and your spouse? What is your butt? And, and here's the thing. The problem that we have oftentimes is that we can sit in this space and we can think of everybody else's butt. I can pinpoint their butt, but I can't find mine. As a matter of fact, Pastor Wallace, I don't know if I have a butt. Are you sure everybody has a butt, Pastor Miles? I don't know. That is not landing on me, Pastor Miles. Are you sure everybody has a butt? 
I'm laughing, but that's how many of us feel right now. No, I, that, that won't me, because if I don't say your thing, and if I don't come down your road, then I'm not talking to you. No, 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 no. Everybody in this room has a butt. So let's look at Naaman's story and see how we can address our butts. I want you to understand from our conversation that, specific to Naaman, it's like, it wasn't that Naaman wasn't great in some areas. But a butt will overshadow your greatness. A butt will neutralize your effectiveness with people. You ever, oh gosh, y'all, this is, I, 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 I say this a lot to Cody because he's a new dad. I do, I promise you. He gets, they get the business all the time. They get the sermon before the sermon. But, but do you understand how a child looks at a dad? Oh, dad is Superman. Dad can do anything. Dad is awesome. Dad is so funny. You know how funny dad is? And dad ain't really said anything. And dad is amazing. But when something happens, that influence is gone like this. Now I got to fight for things that were free to me at some point. I got to fight for your heart. I got to fight for your ear. I've got to jockey for position because of a butt, because of something inside of me that's been betraying me all of my life. Now it's messed up the relationship between my seed and myself. Because of a butt. What are your butts? I've, I've, I've said this from the stage multiple times. I had a great dad. It's a great dad. He would do anything for me, anything for us. He took care of everything, did his thing. But he liked to drink. I'm going to use Jordan's term, and I think it's Cheyenne's term. Um, but but, but when, he, when he drink, things would go left. Uh, left means something in this, in this day and age. Not right. <laughs> not right. <laughs> yeah, you go left, not right. He was a great dad, but. So now, because of this but, he loses influence with me. I love them to death, but you can't tell me anything, buddy, because you just went left. Everything's supposed to be right. You just went left. Who has to deal with your butt, and how is it affecting the relationships around you? Who is just, just in your circle, and that butt, we just can't deal with that. We can't say anything about it. But destroy and derail relationships. They destroy and derail relationships. It is something about, and, I, and men, I'm not picking on you, but it is just something about a dad that when, when it goes, it, that same thing could be a mom, but mom is not the same. There's a bias toward mom. Mom is just perfect. But you let dad trip. Let him trip. Man, I'm just talking to you today. I just want to make sure we all understand this. Let him trip. And what I'm saying is there are some times that I can't do anything about this, but there are buts that I can fix. All right. 
Let's read. Let's go to verse 1. Now Naaman was the commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means, go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter, I am sending my servant Naaman to you, shout you, so that you, shout you, may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robe and said, am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send me someone, send someone to me to be cured of his leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. When Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me and he will know that there's a prophet in Israel. Point number one, simple, take your butt to God. (laughs) Naaman goes and tells the king of Aram his plan for healing, his butt, which is leprosy. And the king is like, of course, you know, I'll do anything to help you. As a matter of fact, um, what I'll do is I'll send a letter to the king of Israel, which this was normal procedure um, back in those days, kind of like um, rules of engagement. You know, I'm sending someone on your in your territory um, to for use of your services. So I write a letter to you because you're the responsible person. I write this letter to the king and just let him know I'm not coming with any beef. You know, I don't want no smoke. I'm sending, you know, one of my servants to be, to be healed by one of your servants. No, let's work this thing out. As soon as the king of Israel reads the letter, the text says that he tears his robe. Tearing the robe was, was symbolic of deep emotional distress. It was mourning. It was, it was, it was, it was sorrow. And then his words is what really struck me after he tore his robe. He says, am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? The king of Aram makes a a, a common mistake on the behalf of Naaman that I think we make every single day. He addresses his issue to the responsible person instead of addressing his issue to the one who could fix it. He writes this letter to the one that's responsible, but he doesn't write the letter to the one who can fix it. And I think we so often have this bad habit of expecting people to fix issues in us that only God can fix. Did you hear the response of the king of Israel? He says, am I God? How can I fix this leprosy? How can I fix this butt? And that is how the people in your life feel. Why are you coming to me dropping this butt off on me? Am I God? I can't do anything about this. We so often go to people to try to fix things in us that only God can fix. 
Elijah says, tell him to come to me. Tell him to come to me. Because you're incapable of fixing a button somebody else because you've got your own butts to worry about. As a matter of fact, what makes you think you can fix a button somebody else? You didn't give it and you can't take it away. We so often go to people, we go to counselors, we go to the person who has the most wisdom in the family. We go to the smartest person we know to try and fix our butts, but you need to take your butt to God. They love you. They would do anything for you, but they're incapable of fixing your butt. And oftentimes we walk away disappointed and disgruntled and frustrated because I entrusted this to you. I poured my heart out to you and you did nothing. And I'm telling you today that you totally went to the wrong person because you need to be taking your butts to God. This is half the battle. Let me say it like this. This is half the fix. You just need to start going to the right person to begin with. Mom, listen to me. <laughs> I had to tell Jordan the other day, it's like, yeah, bro, I'm good, but I ain't that great. I ain't got no answers for you. I am Pastor Wanzel, but I am not God. Pastor Wanzel can't fix you. God can it is, listen to me, and, and, and this is the most important thing that you can do. You need to make sure that you surround yourself with, pe with people who will give you godly counsel. Yeah. And if they're giving you godly counsel, they'll say whatever they have to say, but after they finish, you better take that to God. Yeah. Stop going to people who can't help you. Stop pouring yourself out to people who can't help you. They can't do anything for you. But if you take it to God, the one that can do anything and will do anything, he promises he can fix it because Elijah speaks with such confidence. He says, listen, if you send the boy to me, I'll fix it. I've come to tell you this morning, if you just take your butt to God, to fix it. I think for many of us, and this is how granular this gets, we're waiting on somebody to give us the apology we've been waiting for. I'm going to be better when they just tell me they're sorry. We've been waiting on our father to validate us. But he's incapable of doing so. We are putting the onus on people to fix the butt inside of us. Elijah says, listen, bro, just bring your butt. Just bring it to me. Because let me tell you this, that apology is not going to fix it. When they tell you you're great, it's not going to fix it. Take your butt to God. Let's get this next point. <clears throat> Verse 8. Let's get to verse 8. Are y'all getting anything thus far? When Elijah, the man of God, verse 8, when Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robe, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robe? 
Have the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. Point number two, stop carrying the burden of their butt. Elijah the prophet poses a powerful question, in my opinion, to the king. He says to him, why have you torn your robe? Why are you under all of this emotional distress? Why do you feel like you're getting ready to lose your mind? Why are you trying to carry the burden of their butt? Why are you trying to carry the burden of something that you cannot fix? And so many of us are getting, to ready, getting ready to lose it because I'm trying to carry somebody else's butt. Listen, you're not the place. You're not the dumping ground for that. You're not the one to carry that burden. Jesus will carry that burden for them. But you have to make sure when you bring it to me because you love me and you need somewhere to go and you want to confide in me, I have to take that to Jesus. But so many of us will hold on to the butt and we carry the burden of it. We carry the weight of it. And it is breaking us down. It is tearing up our heart. And we can't do anything about it. But if you give it to Jesus... If you direct them to Jesus, I remember when I was in college, um, <laughs> this, uh, this, this, I played football with this guy by the name of D-Lo. He's a big white guy. And um, we would, we would run, I'm, this is no joke, we would like warm up, you ran two laps and then you did warm-up and they like go through some some drills in the warm-up this is no joke in the warm-up D-Lo like the first after the first lap <laughs> and everybody I'm everybody on the team you got a hundred people like a hundred guys running in, 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 in a single file line shut up D-Lo shut up D-Lo, shut up. And people be running away from him, like trying to get it. But, 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 but here's the thing. Even though I wasn't tired, him breathing like that will weigh me down and make me tired. That is what all these butts that people keep dropping off on you are doing to you. You tired for no reason, getting broke down over stuff that has nothing to do with you. That's not even my butt. I'm stressed out for something that has nothing to do with me. Oh, here's a good one. You need to make sure that you, that you drop the burden of the butts of your parents. I'm stretching because I saw, I saw how she got broken down by it. And I fear it's going to fall on me next. Baby, that's not even your butt. That butt has nothing to do with you. But we keep picking up the burdens of other people's butt and it's breaking us down. It is tearing our hearts apart. It is making us lose our mind and it is displacing our peace. But all you have to learn to do is say, listen, this is not my butt. No, listen to me. That was your father's butt, but that's not my butt. That was my mother's butt, but that's not my butt. Put down the burden of their butt. (laughs) 
Listen, bro, I got my own issues. I'm, I'm trying to keep peace in my own mind. I'm trying, listen, I keep bringing my broken heart back to Jesus myself. I, I don't have time for what she's broken about. I love you, mom. <laughs> I love you, dad. But that's not my butt. That's not my butt. I know we blood. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know that we blood. But that's you that keep going into that bad relationship, not me. You better take it to God. Stop losing your mind over other people's butt. It, it is almost as if we invite other people's butts. I'm all stressed out because of what she went through. I'm all stressed out because of what he went through. I'm all stressed out because of what my sister's going through. And God is saying, girl, I've given you peace. Uh-oh. Uh, girl, I've given you peace. Yes. Stop being bound by other people's. But let's get this, let's get this last one. Here's the thing. I don't know why I keep going back. For your sanity and for your emotional health, I can't keep carrying everybody's butt. It, it'll, 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 it's like if, if, if I know that sh sugar is a bad thing for me, sugar is a bad thing for all of us. But I know I got issues with sugar. And I just keep, I can't, but, but for some reason, I just can't help myself grabbing every ding dong and every Twinkie and, and every honey bun that I find and just shoving it down my mouth. Somebody will stop me. <laughs> you laughing. She says to me, though, that's why she's laughing. I got to tell you, because she's laughing. She says to me, baby, you need to stop eating all them sweets. But listen to me. If you saw me physically doing that to myself and you know that I've, I'm just saying something, if, if, if there was a diabetes or a health issue and you see me eating all these sweets and doing things that's not, that's not conducive to me becoming healthy, you would say something to me. Listen to me. So why do you allow people to emotionally give themselves to other things that have nothing to do with them? Call out the butt. That was your father's issue. That's not your issue. Yes, it may have destroyed your father, but it's not going to destroy you. Why? Because I belong to God. I'm a child of the king. Call out the emotional butt. Let's get this last one. Verse 9. <clears throat> so Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. I want to read verse 10 again. I got more to read, but I want to read that again. Elisha 
sent a messenger, verse 10, Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Point number three, final point for today. Your butt is deeper than you think. Say that with me. Your butt is deeper than you think. <clears throat> now, you have to understand this at, a, at Elisha's request. Um, Naaman comes to his house, right? He says, tell the man to come to me. So at Elijah's request, Naaman comes to um, Elisha's house. And when he gets there, Elisha's acting all weird. He shows up at Elisha's house with all of his horses and his chariots. Um, and, and Naaman, um, excuse me, Elisha doesn't even come out of the house. Um, he sends out uh, a servant uh, to tell him, um, if you want to be healed, you need to go down to the Jordan River, which was another day's journey. Um, you need to go down to the Jordan River uh, and, and dip in it seven times um, and um, you'll be healed. And as a matter of fact, or, or, or in addition to this, um, the Jordan River was more like a dirty creek. It's like terrible. None of this makes sense to Naaman, and he walks away frustrated. He goes to the place where he can be healed, should be healed. He was told to come, but he walks away frustrated because none of this makes sense. Here's where we have to work today, all right? Let's go to verse 11 because it tells us why Naaman was frustrated. Verse 11 says this, but Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call in the name of the Lord, his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Naaman's like, he knew why I was coming. He knew exactly why I was coming. And now he's acting all funny. It, just, it, it, it boggled Naaman's mind. To the point where he walked away from the place where he was called to to be healed. There is nothing, hear me on this, there is nothing more frustrating than to show up before God expecting him to perform and he responds with a process. There is nothing more frustrating to know that I've come to the place where my healing is, where I've, I've been called to this place. I know I'm supposed to be here. I know this is where I got to be. And I'm just waiting for him to perform this miracle because miracles is what you do, God. But then he responds with a process. Write this down. I think I got a note for you on, on the screen. Whenever God responds with a process, the but is deeper than you think. Whenever God responds with a process, the but is deeper than you think. Let's go to verse 10. Come on, come on, come on. We got to work today. You got to go to verse 10. Say that with me. Whenever God responds with a process, the but 
is deeper than you think. Go to verse 10. Watch this. He tells us, oh, I love scripture so much. Let's, let's look at it. Verse 10. Read it with me. Elijah sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan. Watch this now. And your flesh will be restored. Performance. And you will be cleansed. Elijah sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be cleansed. That's the leprosy. And you will be cleansed. Now, let's, let's, let's work, let's, let's work a, a little Hebrew. The word cleanse right there is the word tahar. And here's what it means. To be pure, clean, purged, unadulterated, uncontaminated, morally innocent, or holy. Watch me now. God didn't bring Naaman all of this way just to heal his skin. He didn't bring Naaman all the way from Syria to, 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 to Samaria just to take care of a skin rash. No, no, no. He wanted to go deeper. Somebody shout deeper. That is the problem that we have with God. God, I showed up for something topical and you getting down to my soul. God, I don't understand this because I know that you can perform, but you're responding with the process. And whenever God responds with the process, it's deeper. Somebody shout deeper. Oh, you should, oh, listen to me, y'all. You showed up this morning because you wanted to fix the butt that would make you look better. But God wants to get to the butt that will make you be better. You showed up to fix the butt that would, you know, add to your self-image. But God wants to address the butt that will help you portray his image. God wants to go deeper than you ever went before. Somebody shout deeper. So many of us, like Naaman, show up to the place of healing and we leave angry. Angry. All my friends told me about what Jesus could do. They told me he could heal. They said that he could fix it and I believe it but I showed up expecting him to perform. And you hand me a process? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to give you peace in 2022. Whenever God responds with a process, it is deeper than you think. I know what you see happening in your life. Oh, gosh. I know what you see happening in your life. I know how you see yourself not being able to perform on your job and in your marriage and all this different thing. But what I'm trying to get you to understand, it is deeper than that. God wants to deal with something deeper. He wants to deal with your soul. He wants to deal with your spirit because the issue, the problem, the but is there. So I don't know about you. But it makes me thank God for the butt that brought me. It is almost as if that butt that I have right now is a blessing. <laughs> because if my skin didn't bring me, 
he would never get to my soul. Oh, gosh, y'all. If my anxiety never brought me here, he could never fix my broken heart. So, God, I can almost bless your glorious name for this thorn in my side. Because if it wasn't for that, I would never know you. If, if, it, if it wasn't for that, this generational curse that's been upon my family all of these years, God, would still be dominating my name. So, so, God, listen, I know I'm struggling with this. I know I'm struggling with suppression thing, God, and that's the thing that got me here. But I thank God for that because I know that I'm in a place that you can go deeper with me. There is somebody here today that came to be better. Pastor Wanza, I don't know what manner better I want to be, but I know I got to be better. Because this can't be life. This can't be life. This is not the way that things are supposed to be. This is not what they told me when I was growing up. It was supposed to be better than this. And, 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 and you're here today because I want to be better. God says, I'm glad that brought you. But now it's time for me to fix you. You may not understand the process that God is taking you through. You may not understand the moves that God are make, is making in this moment but he's trying to fix you for real. Stand to your feet. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.